And we are live with another episode of We Dog Talk with myself, Caitlin, and joined, as always, by the homie, Gabe. Gabe, how's it going? Going great. How are you? Doing pretty well, man. Baseball's back, and thank God. <laughs> thank <laughs> God, man. I mean, it's nice that, you know, the like basketball's winding down and the Cavs are good. And But, man, something about baseball, something about, like, every yes. single day knowing that, like, okay, we get to watch a game today. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's it's the best time. I, and I know people think it's a long – I mean, it is long, 162 games. But just, again, just to know that, hey, like, today's a new day. And you don't have to wait, <laughs> like, a crazy amount of time unless your team's traveling um, to for the next game. Like, oh, they had a bad game? Well, we'll get them tomorrow. Like, uh, I just right. – I just love well, even if they're traveling, you got one day. Like it's still, yeah. Like I, I'm used to the Browns be, being shitty. I gotta wait six days watching them be shitty again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and usually, you need five days to recover, and then by that sixth day, right. you're like, "Fuck it, they're gonna win." Yeah, exactly. Game day, I'm like, "Yeah, they got this in the bag." Or, or if the Cavs, like, you know, earlier this year with the Cavs, and I know this is a baseball podcast, but like, like in January when they were, they had their West Coast swing and they were struggling. And it's just like, man, like we had we had to wait like you know a week to for it to feel like they could actually like win a, a game. You know what I mean? Right. No. I yeah. And then it also helps like having a good baseball team too. So it's like okay, like every game you're competitive. And right. uh, speaking of good baseball, we'll we'll just we'll lead it off. I'll lead off talk. See what I did there with the <laughs> Guardians. Five and two. Love it. At, at, at yeah. First seven games. Um, your, your quick thoughts. I'll I'll let you have the floor. Um, quick thoughts are Zach Zach's trash. Um, what else? Um, the bullpen has been good. Also, scared me at times. Uh, but also I don't think they've been brought in the best situations. But but uh, hitting's been great. Josh Bell. <clears throat> is made making me nervous, but at the end of the day, he's still getting walks. He's still getting on base. Um, Zunito, he needs to just block a baseball. It's really upsetting me that I'm, I miss Austin Hedges a little bit. I never thought I'd ever fucking say that. Um, oh, what else? Uh, Josh Naylor's just doing Josh Naylor things like always, hitting the shit out of the ball. Stephen Kwan, Stephen Kwan. The defense has kind of let me down to start the year. They've made either some errors, they made some plays that should have been like, I think. Uh, Menez has made at least two plays that could have been double plays. He's still got outs. So they're not considered errors. But, like, those are plays that should be made. Um, that ball that dropped between Straw and Rosario, and I know the wind is cra- was crazy that day. Um, Gonzalez looks lost, Oscar does, at the play and in the field. Um, but then also, like, you see Straw, the play he made today, and that's just – and he's – you know what? Actually, the biggest thing is Miles Straw is just hitting the shot of the ball. Just get, not even, just get him on base. I mean, that's my biggest thing. Look at him get on the base and look at what all, top of the offense does when he gets on base. I think he has five stolen bases already, which is also insane. He stole a base today, and he was almost the second base, and the pitcher didn't throw the ball yet. I don't know if you, you – I mean, yeah, I you saw that. that. You watched the game. I did. Like, I did that, that's, that's insane. <laughs> like, he could have stepped off at any moment and probably got straw. He was like, no, he just he can have it. <laughs> he peeked. Did you – he peeked at him, and he was gone. Mm-hmm. Um. 
but yeah, I, I think it's just a lot of little things that have annoyed me. Just like like I said, the defense a little bit. Um, some of the some of our hitters not looking great, but then also like Will Brennan has really really impressed me, and I think the more bats he get, Gabriel Arias has been really impressed me. The young guys are impressing me. Um, Tim Heron, did I say his name right? Except yeah, for today, he he's impressed me. And also today, I think he had a strikeout and they didn't call it. Um, and then he gave up. A three-run home run on a twelve or thirteen pitch, I bet. But um, I don't know. What do you? What do you? Three-run home run. Yeah, sorry. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, so I I think the biggest factor is man Miles Straw. I am impressed. He looks yes. comfortable. He looks aggressive at the plate. How many times last year did he just let? great pitches but like over the plate just he, he would just take them just for the fact of you know of um of like increasing pitch count it's like dude you know <laughs> go after the first pitch and I and I tweeted out a couple days ago last year on the first pitch he hit 279 on 1-0 counts he hit 313 on 2-0 counts he hit 357 and then what was it? Yeah, three fifty seven on two O counts. Um, on O one counts he was he didn't hit well. It was one forty three on one one counts he hit three twenty six. So if it was early early in the count and he hit and he um and he or and he was ahead in the count. I mean he was a great hitter. It was just like hey, just go up there, be aggressive. And uh, we're seeing it now, man. And I think um, I think that his home run drought is is going to it's not going to be for long, in my opinion. Yeah. And like you said, I five agree. stolen the five stolen bases, bases, which I think as of right now leads the league or tied for the lead in um, in stolen bases. I just uh, that that I think that's what imp- has impressed me the most. Um, what's disappointed me, probably Rosario, just yeah his early his early season struggles and and I know by the end of the season he's gonna be basically what he was last year you know a two eighty something hitter he's gonna have a lot of in he'll probably lead the league in infield hits again and, and stuff like that but it's the the over aggressiveness at times um. It's he's not he doesn't he doesn't take walks to begin with, but but you could just tell man, uh, there was a couple times in this Oakland series where they just threw him three straight sliders away and mm-hmm. he swung at every single one, and then yep. and then he would get aggressive on the first fastball and then grounded into a double play. I think that happened in yesterday's game that they lost. So yeah, I think, with Charles at third base after yeah. getting the third. Yep. So I think that that has really been just again that's the issue with. Rosario is he's really not a number two hitter. He should be hitting lower in the lineup. Ideally, I think we talked about this. I or I brought it up or brought up my idea. Jose should be hitting second, and then Jimenez hitting third, and then with Josh Bell. I think again, at least Josh Bell he looks lost at the plate, but at least he's walking, and he'd honestly have probably more walks if he just didn't swing, which is kind of hilarious. Right. <laughs> so, but again, he's a veteran. He'll he'll get right and so right. and again so will rosario but uh it just 
like that's those are the little frustrating things but hey when you're five and two and you're really your only two losses are you know your bullpen your bullpen blows it um unfortunately it was Karen Check who I I I think we both thought like hey there was there's gonna be an adjustment period for him the the first game against Seattle y- you could see it really affected him the pitch clock yesterday's yes. game though was was kind of weird in the fact that you know I don't think he I didn't think he pitched too terribly I think he got squeezed on a couple calls and then I mean yeah he gives up the sink the situation wasn't my issue kind of going to uh your Oscar Gonzalez like he he how he's struggling I mean you have a runner on second which is the first baseman um ball hit into right field with two outs so he's going on contact it was a one bounce to 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 right field and if Oscar throws it anywhere near the batter's box Zanino I think picks it and tags out that runner but he threw it way yeah. up the line and the ball gets you know ball gets away they win it's, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we're the thing with baseball, and and I think the issue with like sports talk, especially like here in Cleveland, is that it's not like a Browns game where you microman or you micro analyze every little thing with with baseball. It's like, hey, shit happens in baseball. Every team's gonna win, or if you're at least good, every team's gonna win and lose sixty games. That's what you do in the other forty games, and you know that that's that's just one of those games where it's, where it's like eh, it is what it is. Maybe you shouldn't have won the the game before, uh, where you come back multiple times. But yeah, overall, you know, I'm I'm pleased. I'm just glad that they're back and hey, they're they're winning some games. I mean, if you said if you told me that hey, after the seven games uh, on the road, they're five and two, I'd be like uh, yes. And I, honestly, I would have thought a split of the Seattle series and then a sweep of Oakland. Well, it yeah, you won both series, so it's like cool, even better. Especially if right. you know potential, like let's just say you need that tiebreaker for a wild card spot against Seattle. Like, you know that's that's important. So, yeah, I I I oh, and also I want to give a shout out to um Hunter Gaddis has done really well in his two starts so far this year. And I know everybody's going to say, well, it was Oakland this last game, but also the game before, Shane Bieber, who we love, and I'm not throwing Bieber on the bus, gave up three runs. Mm-hmm. Gaddis deserved a win today, and the fact that he didn't get one sucks. Um, but he, in the two starts he's made so far, he has looked, he's looked like a, a good starter for the uh, Guardians, who could be a fourth or fifth man on this team. And if he goes five innings with that kind of giving up a run or two, I would love that from him, just saying. Yeah, and honestly with Bieber – the the third run was it was a strikeout on two strikes and the ball got away from Zunino again. And if <laughs> yeah. that again, if that doesn't happen, you know, we're we're probably talking about like a sweep here. So well, it's, that, that's that that's true. that's what's frustrating. And you know, it's the it's those like little things where it's like, damn, if Zunino could just like hold on to the ball or just block yeah. the ball. If Rosario wasn't just uber aggressive at times. Like but you know, it that's- is what it is. Right. The funny thing is, though, too, about, like, the team is, like, the two guys that are struggling the most when it comes to, like, no, Zanillo's struggling behind the plate. His hitting's actually not been bad, but behind the plate, which Cleveland's not known for having sh- struggling catchers mm-hmm. behind the plate. 
And like Rosario, you know, I, I fully believe like you have said that Rosario will be the same old Rosario by the end of the year. Just that's how he works out. But it's like the two guys in the system who are pushing for more playing time. Or like coming up as Bull Naylor, obviously. Nailer. And and well, you have Gabriel Arias, who's already on the team, and then you also have um Ricard oh god, I'm gonna get his name Marvin Funny, how do you say it? You know it. Um oh. the shortstop Ro Rokio? For Rokio, yeah. He went four for four yesterday. So like those two guys are both pushing up for two guys that are obviously like I said, nothing's gonna happen anytime soon, but it is interesting to see that. Yeah, the especially with Naylor, in my opinion. Because yeah, Naylor is like he's ready, and and with you know Oscar struggling because we knew there was there was going to be a, a little bit of a learning curve with Oscar, but it's like, I mean, it's going to be tough to take Will Brennan if he just yeah if he just gets the bat out the ball like consistently and is a plus fielder like he threw out that runner at home uh, I think in the first right. game of the series against mm-hmm. and then so, yeah today's gonna be a bat yeah just again putting the ball in play yeah. And but, it's funny because you said before the season that you thought he would have more bats than straw. straw. There was and, a there was a fucking chance he was more <laughs> bats than Gonzalez, and I never yeah. thought that would happen. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, again, this is a week into the season, oh, right, so right. This, so we're obviously like the overreaction. Overreaction, yes. <laughs> um, but I do think you know, going back to your original point with Plezak, I I don't know what to like. I think you give him until the middle of May to try to get right. To look like a middle, like a four or five starter. But I mean, if, you know, Mackenzie comes back and he's healthy and just Gaddis is just solid, how do you, like, how yeah. do you get rid of him? You know, like, how do you, uh, like, boot him to the bullpen? And, and honestly, Curry, shout out to Curry. Uh, he yes. saved, he saved that game on, on Monday. Yes. Yeah, he gave up the home, the two run home run, but what, four or five innings to with yeah. three hits, two home runs? Like, or two runs on three hits, like I'd love that. You can't ask. And obviously, like, please, Eggman. You can't like I feel bad for him because that first inning, he should have been out of it. And again, that just it the whole flow of the game is probably a little bit different. But right. that's please inning, problem is he can't get out of his head. Yeah, and then it. that second inning where it's just like he's just leaving balls up over the middle of the plate. And yep. it was um yeah, just just kind of sucks, but you know it is. It is what it is. You know that they won, and at least he got some run support, right? Yeah, that is true. There, I, there, you could make the case that he is on the shortest leash on the team. I would, I would agree, because there's so many yeah. guys that you know, Logan Allen or Tanner Bybee or Tanner Bybee uh, can be called up tomorrow if they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, if they right. wanted to, <laughs> yeah. So you know, we will, we will see. Uh, Savali looks yeah. great. We'll, we'll see what he yep. does. On Friday, because uh, it's a rematch of him and and Logan Gilbert, so that should be fun. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see you know just like you know keep on keeping on with it like with them. You know what I mean? Right. It is I funny. Yeah. It is funny because I did I looked it up yesterday. I was like, damn, Class A struggles against Oakland. <laughs> and boy, was I right. And I know you <laughs> and I know you saw it, but for the people who don't follow me on Twitter. See, these are the things you're missing out on. Um, <laughs> so, in nine games against Oakland in Class A's career, again, this was, I guess, before today. So, this is before today. Uh, Oakland hitters are 10 for 33 with seven extra base hits. A uh, over, over 1,000 OPS. And 
yeah, I just thought that was interesting that they just have this number. And the the just with a three oh three average, that's the second highest um uh batting average to opponents. Uh number one is the Reds at four seventeen in his career. <laughs> just, you know, baseball's weird, man. Baseball is baseball's a weird game. Yes. So outside of the Guardians, what I mean again, it's been a week, so this is what we're for. We're obviously prefacing all these things, but what has um any surprises or any disappointment? Any disappointment so far for you? I, I honestly, I think the big one of the biggest surprises to me right now is how good Tampa Bay looks. Their star rotation looks nasty. Um, I mean, and I believe this is nasty. all without Glasnow. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. That. Um. My other big surprise, not really surprised I picked to win the MVP, but Ronald Acuna looks like he's on a fucking mission this year, which kind of makes me happy because I did pick him for the MVP. And then I think my biggest surprise is these good – I mean, my biggest disappointment is these – I know, like we said, well, week in the, the year, week and a half, but, like, these teams that I thought were going to be red hot out of the gate were not, like, the Cardinals, two and four, the Phillies, one and five. Like – uh. There's one more Mariners two and five. I know they played us, so I mean it's kind of hard. The Blue Jays two and three, but like I said, it's still a week and a half in. But like some of those things, the Blue Jays, I don't. I went the year thinking they were going to be like hitting home runs like crazy. They can't hit a home run to save their life. Um, which is crazy because they're a lineup. But yeah, I think just the Rays have surprised me the most, and then the biggest disappointment would probably be the Phillies one and five. <laughs> But also they lost Hoskins, so I guess it kind of makes sense. But yeah, they're just kind of waiting so for much uh, power in the lineup. Yeah, they're just kind of waiting for Harper to come back and yeah. leave in May. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, looking yeah, looking at the the standings and watching you know from the games I've watched, uh, the Mets kind of lol getting swept by the Brewers. I think everybody was like, oh yeah, the Brewers, or not not like the Brewers, but like. You know, oh, the Mets—they're just gonna go in to Milwaukee and and do work. And well, that hasn't been the case. I mean, they got destroyed their first game. Uh, yesterday was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I have to look. I want to look at it just to make sure. Um, because it was the the first game was like Scherzer was on the bump, and or no, not not Scherzer. Uh, Carrasco was, and they got blown out. I think it was ten to nothing. Um, yesterday was yeah nine to nothing, and then today, uh, Garrett Mitchell walked it off. Man, and shout out to the Brewers, man. The 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 young guys on their team, you know, uh, propelling them to uh, a five and one start. Uh, Garrett Mitchell, Bryce Terang, um, there's another outfielder, Weimer. Yeah, Weimer. They just Joey Weimer. I think his name is. I, <clears throat> I hate that I know that because average. I hate that I know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm pulling up his page. Uh, yeah, Joey Weimer. Um, but yeah, they're they are, you know, carrying that team because the pitching. I, I mean, Corbin Burns did not have a good start today. No, but, uh, but and the, I saw somebody tweet out saying, "Is Brian Anderson the best hitter in baseball?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian Anderson. <laughs> I mean, coming out of nowhere and. And you know, leaving, leaving Miami and becoming like a, a top hitter—it's kind of funny. Again, the, the first week overreactions are always right. 
are always uh, the best. Uh, you know, 500 hitter Owen Miller. How about that? He's too, they're soon realize he's he's two for four. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> he's two for four. Well, we keep it up the rest of the time. It'll be five hundred all year. But um, but yeah, Garrett oh, Mitchell already has three home runs. Terang had a grand slam the other night. Uh, just you know, shout out to the shout out to the Brewers. Shout out to the Pirates, four and two, sweeping the Red Sox. Yeah, about that. And also yeah. the Reds in that division, their rotation looks their their top three stars have looked really really good in that Reds rotation. Uh, the the Angels, four and two, uh, beating the Mariners today. Um, yeah, I mean baseball. Baseball has been fun. Baseball has been fun. Yeah, yeah it's fun. it's just nice getting home. Oh, like this week, I I had a uh, my family, my wife lost somebody special to her, so I've been home all week with Mason, my daughter, and um, ah, uh, it's just nice being home and watching baseball. And also, it's nice because my daughter loves watching baseball with me, which is also nice it. because she just says, they play ball, you got to play ball. And, like, it's, it's I don't know, just everything I ever wanted in life is happening. <laughs> just watching baseball with my kid, and mm-hmm. she's actually loving it. Uh, and just watching baseball all day. It's like, I just missed it so much. And even though the games are so short and they suck, how short they are, it's also just nice being able to flip through games, too. Mm-hmm. I will say that it's been it's been nice. Yeah, I I still don't like it, man. I no, I don't like it either. I just the flow; it just feels rushed, and I just feel bad for for fans of. I mean, let's just be honest with you, fans of teams that get a bunch of people to their to their games. Like the fact right. that I mean, we we we've talked about this. The fact that you can go get a snack and a drink or go to use the restroom or go to the concession stand, like, and you're going to miss so much time of the game. Like, God, that, like, that sucks. Like that honestly sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you go to a stand that doesn't have a lot of people, like an average stadium, right? Let's mm-hmm. just say you get up and you go, go to the bathroom and want to get a drink. That's at least 10 minutes, at least. And it could, you know what I mean, and that's if there's no line in either spots. And that's almost a whole inning. I mean, a whole half inning, you lost, lost. And if there is a line in either one, you're missing a whole inning. And the issue, that's too, just... it, like, if you go to a Cleveland game, like, let's just say you're sitting up in, like, the the booties, as I call it, like, the 500 level. They don't they don't have all the stands open. So you got to no. so walk to, you know, the specific stands that have because like not every stand has hot dogs or pizza or whatever you know right and it's just like a lot of those things and they don't they also don't have the uh the uh you know the concessions people walking around either so mm-hmm. i just i just don't like it man i don't like i i, f- I felt like especially that first game and maybe because it was just the first game but it, it felt artificially rushed for no reason i agree yeah. it felt like you know playing you know, little league or playing like like softball, and it's like okay, we we got to finish our game by by we got an hour, okay, mm-hmm. the the time limit, and we're we're all counting down. Like, can we get another inning in? Like that's what it felt like, like that's what it felt like uh, watching those games. And it's funny enough because what Cleveland had the quickest game of the year, and then also the longest game the the other night too. Yeah. Um, which again, I'm I'm okay. I'm totally fine with quickening up. Like one, one to nothing games. 
I'm totally cool with it. it. It being two hours or two hours and 15 minutes, fine. But like a normal five to three game being two and a half hours, I I just don't like that at all. I don't like it. No, yeah, yeah, I 100%, 100% agree. Like this game today, it went into extra innings. It was two hours and 58 minutes. That, yeah. that it just that shouldn't be. <laughs> that shouldn't, it shouldn't be. be. And right. again, and again, there are people who are gonna are gonna love it, but I just don't. And and the and if you're watching the game, like it's cool, but I'm not thinking about. I'm also not thinking about me watching this game because what they should do is just if you want a better viewing experience watching the game, well, they should cut down on commercials. Number one, they should have players mic'd up throughout the game. Um. I would I wouldn't mind, you know, like some people like it, some people don't. But I think Cleveland's broadcast is is pretty entertaining with Matt Underwood and and Rick Manning and Andre and Andre not like I think it's pretty entertaining and they're pretty and they're yeah funny. I love those guys and and they're funny throughout the game, um, so maybe not every like team has like that dynamic where it's like oh there's a baseball game going on but it's also like you feels like you're hanging out with your buddies almost like you know what i mean like it's that no of- yeah rick manny reminds me oh and we lost gabe uh we will be right back okay some technical difficulties uh, i lost <laughs> gabe for a second uh gabe you were talking about rick manning yeah, Rick Manning reminds me of my grandpa sometimes with how oh, he just he, and he's hilarious. How he just sometimes was like the Bobby Hay, hop, hop, hop. He just he would do those little sounds and then just like, oh yeah, that's got it. Just those one liners that, but he's so monotone when he does it. I don't know why I love it so much, but I do because <laughs> you know he's just sitting there watching it, just talking. I don't, I can't explain it. I just love it. And when he gets irritated. Like, yes. he's just a crotchety old man. It's, it's so <laughs> funny, man. It's so fun. I mean, Tom Hamilton's the same way. Like, he'll just go on his on his rants. And if you're listening to the game, too, like, like quicker games, you can't have those hilarious Tom moments. Hamilton, like, moments and rants about whatever and whatever. Like, I don't know, man. You, you can grow the game a lot by not trying to rush everything. Like, I just, yeah. I just don't understand it. No, I, I 100% agree. They're not, they're not canceling commercial, commercial time. They want to make their money still. So, but yeah, I get exactly what you mean. And I like the the what the disengagement, um, the the you know the rule where you can only throw over two times or step off the mound two times. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with, uh, you know, only one timeout for a batter. I'm I'm totally okay with that, but the the pitch clock we've seen players get thrown out of games. I mean Manny Machado and Tim Anderson the last two days getting thrown and they both out call of games for time. For, yeah, they're calling for timeouts. So it's like okay, okay, I'm not ready. So at not what nine seconds I'm going to call a timeout, but because they called it at eight seconds, like oh it's a strike. Like this this doesn't make sense to me. And I agree. You know we had uh, the other night. Um, Curry got a strikeout. Because somebody wasn't ready. Like, we've had multiple guys, you know, struck out because they weren't ready. Like, it just, again, the the, I, engage, yeah. the engagement thing at eight seconds doesn't make any sense to me. And I, I just, I don't know. 
I, I don't no, know. No, it doesn't make sense to me because I have seen so many times where, like, um, Manny was, had one foot in the box looking at a pitcher, and they called him, they said, eight seconds, like, he was tenderly looking at the pitcher, and he was in the box. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mm-hmm. Sound, some people have stances when they only have one foot in the box. But, and the other one was, like, I don't like how eight seconds happens, but, like, they'll call the batter up, and then you also see the pitcher is not even, like, on the rubber yet. Yeah, he's it's like, not- well, he's not, he's not ready. How is the batter supposed to be in the box ready? Like, I don't know. It's just, they, they, I think they need to re- rework it a little bit. They're not going to because it's what they do. But, yeah, I don't like that at all. And I don't, I don't like the, um, and, and I don't like, like, okay, there's a, like, when does the clock restart? Like, if there's a foul off, and the, Shane Bieber talked about it before his start uh, yesterday. They they interviewed him. And he was just like, well, you know, there's no consistency. Because it's like, okay, there's a, the, ball gets, the ball gets fouled off and he goes to cover first base. Well, is it, does he have then fi- only 15 seconds to get back on the mound? Like, get the ball, get back on the mound? And, like, catch his breath? Like, no, that, like, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like, those aren't the things <laughs> we need to be like policing to to hurry the game up the game would have been would have been just as entertaining if there's no pitch clock and we okay we keep the the limits on the shift on shifting because i think that's been a plus the engagement the bigger bases more stolen bases more action on the bases i just i just feel like the pitch clock now seeing like a week of games and seeing they're watching a lot of games I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. I hundred percent agree with you. It just feels weird, and the whole point of big moments is the the you know the cat and mouse game of of a hitter and a pitcher, and I just I just don't understand it. And and then to, to then even speed to then speed it up during a playoff game in a playoff series. I don't know. I I do not like it. I don't like where it's no. heading. Yep. But again, baseballs. There's there's a certain subject of fans that are, that are gonna like it because it quickens the game. But I mean, I don't know. They're like they're not they're not paying attention to the whole game anyway. Right. So, that's, yeah. That's the thing. They're they're finding people who aren't really like baseball fans. Like they're baseball fans, but they're not like. I don't know how to explain it. Like they're not like the. <sighs> They're like the new generation of baseball fans, where like they don't really like they they don't want it to happen so quickly, so fast. It's like that's not baseball. No, that's not that's not how it goes. Yeah, like there's a flow to a game, and then sometimes like you just get that like it sucks when there is a flow to a game, and right, you get that one reliever like a Karen check that he just holds it, and it just exactly. it makes it make, but it also builds tension and it builds excitement, and then you're when you're watching the game you're. You're you're leaning on every pitch, but when you're at when you're actually at the game, like it's fun, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know, yeah. you only notice it when you're watching on TV. But right. TV ratings are are pretty good regionally for for especially for Cleveland. So like yeah, they have issues drawing people to go to games, but like I just I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't, I just don't like it, man. I don't, I don't like it. It just, it just feels artificial to me. Yes. Like maybe, okay, maybe 
if they put it at 25 seconds, no matter what, I would be okay with it. I feel like that would be about what it should be. Like 30 seconds, I feel like that's a long, long time. But like <laughs> 15 seconds. Like what the fuck? I, no, no. The 15 yeah. seconds, no. The 20 seconds, it, when there's runners on base, it's cool. But because guys are swinging now, like you're gonna, you're again, you're getting quicker games anyway. Right. Because there's more action. Because guys are actually swinging. Because you had you don't have the shit like the shift isn't this drastic thing anymore. Um. So you're incentivizing like, you know, like Miles Straw, like getting aggressive early. And again, you will have games that are very quick. But I just I just don't like it, man. I just don't like it. No, yeah, I hundred percent, hundred percent agree. And the and then the fact that they bring back the stupid extra inning rule, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just everything just so annoying. Like why, like why, why do they like why do they do this, man? Yeah, now the game's quick as shit, especially when you get the extra innings. Again, extra innings and a, like for Cleveland, it would have sucked that okay they had extra innings. For three games in seven in the first seven days, that's not always going to happen. There is something about like managing your team and managing your bullpen, and we're lucky that we have, you know, the best to basically ever do it, at least in this generation, to, you know, to manage the chessboard or whatever. But it's like I don't know, man. I just and you know it's funny. We don't we sound like like get off get off our lawn type people. Like oh, this new generation of baseball fans, but yeah, I'll be I'll be that guy all the time. But um, anything else you want to? No, it's about? funny we came we came into overreactions and other reactions that we ended up ranting about the the pitch clock because which it's, is it's just such something a, that we would do. Yeah, I know. It's such I, a I dynamic, love it. It's such like a a drastic change to such a beautiful game. I just hundred yeah, percent agree. It just it's just such a us thing to do. <laughs> because now you know what if because now every game feels this feels the same. When yeah. in baseball, like it should not feel like that at all. Best yes. most most basketball games feel the same. It has the same flow. A team will go on a run and then the other team will go on the run and then they'll cut it to five or six. And then and then the last two, you know, the last five minutes of a of a basketball game is pretty exciting. Yeah, baseball, like everything, just it just feels rushed. Like, could you imagine a guy with a perfect game now, like the eighth or ninth inning, and getting it taken away because of a pitch clock? Because of a pitch clock? Oh my god! I just thought about that. That would be something, wouldn't it? Especially because, like, that was the times you want to calm yourself down, and they can't even do that. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Damn. And it's bad enough. And it's bad enough. Like you know, with the shift now, or the lack of a shift, you, you know, you you can't. You can't. You're not necessarily gonna pitch like in like if you have a no hitter, a perfect game. You're not gonna like necessarily pitch, uh, like into a shift like you used to, like jamming a, a left handed hitter in to like beat it into beat it into the ground into right field. Um, then you'll right. have your second baseman there. Like no, and people talked about like Matt Cain's perfect game, where it was a left handed batter who hit it literally down the third baseline, but because the the shift wasn't prevalent. The guy was right there, like he was playing like a normal defense. Um, yeah, I just, it just, it, it, I, I don't know. I, I just, or like a walk off because of a pitch clock thing, right? Or, or you know, 
just like today or yesterday, a star player argues a call because he didn't get a timeout and he gets thrown throughout the game in the first inning. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. So. Oh, well, I know I just ranted and I took. I bit. love it. All it's all time. good. So I, I feel bad. Uh, next episode, Gabe, I'll, I'll let you. Uh, I'll rant about something. I'll find, I'll figure something out. I'll, I'll let you <laughs> point guard. So. It's all good. Uh, Gabe, you want to shout out to Twitter and whatnot? Yeah, you can follow me at YanezGabe13, Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3. And you can follow the podcast at Lead Off Talk at L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T-A-L-K. And you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin O'Sealy for all of my baseball rams and, and whatnot. Uh, that is Caitlin, uh, K-T-L-A-N, knows K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. And as always, friends, take it easy. And go Guardians. <laughs>